wished you could talk to animals, you can. I'm here with Jody Crotty today, and we are going to talk about how to talk to animals. My name is Shannon. I'm an animal sensitive and intuitive with animal love languages. And this is Pearl, my 22-year-old feathery sidekick. He never misses an episode, right? Yeah, and he, he, always, he always competes with me for who's, who's the best MC, and I think we know who the winner is, right? <laughs> so I'll tell you what, I will never forget my first experience connecting with animals on an intuitive level. My very first thought, I kid you not, was everyone can do this. This is the universal language of all species. It's a sensory language. It's a language that we possess, but, but most of us don't know we have it. We haven't received any education. We're not aware of it. And so when it does happen, it can feel very mystic, very mystical, sometimes very confusing. Um, and, and often we're very tempted to doubt ourselves. And that's exactly why I wanted to start this series because, you know, rewind just a few short months ago and I was in that exact same position. I really want people who love animals the way that Jody and I do to understand that you too can speak this universal language. It's your birthright. It is, a, it's, an, it's an open door to so many amazing experiences. It's not limited to just, you know, me and Pearl or Malty and Bruce, my animals, or Jody, you and your animals. It's, you know, you can talk to wildlife. You can talk to uh, the, the plants in your home. You can talk to the, the insects. I heard an incredible story the other day of a woman who talked to a wasp out of her house and right out the back door, which um, is pretty fantastic. So, um, you know, this is just something that we, we plan to keep to keep uh, exploring together. I'm so happy and so honored to have Miss Jody here today to talk about her work as an animal intuitive and psychic and an animal communicator. Um, we are going to talk about how it works, uh, what it feels like, how you know you're doing it, and how you can get started. So thank you again, Jody, for joining us here today. Very, very appreciative, Jody. is becoming a good friend of mine, and I'm so inspired by her example. Um, Jody, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so, for having me. This is of I course we're delighted. We are just delighted to have somebody else to talk to and shriek at, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess the very first question that I always like to start out with is, when did you first realize that talking to animals is even possible? Um, I had actually went to a psychic medium. Um, and it was at a friend's house. It was just something I wanted to do. And she, was she told me that I was surrounded by animals. And I, I was a skeptic. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. All right. That makes sense. Um, because I had worked as a veterinary technician for 10 years. And um, animals have always been part of my life, but it was this psychic medium experience where she said, hey, you know, have you ever looked into animal telepathy? And I was like, I don't even wow. know what that is. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah. And so um, she kind of continued and I still had that little bit of skepticism. And so I went home and as we all do, when we don't know something, where do we go? Shannon, we go to Google, right? We go to yeah, Google and we absolutely. Google it. And so mm -hmm. I Googled animal telepathy and I came across this author and well-known animal communicator, uh, Danielle McKinnon. Ooh, let me guess. Yes, it must yeah. have been Danielle McKinnon, right? Danielle McKinnon. Yeah. And um, so I checked out her books. Um, I bought both of her books. 
read both her books and I'm like, wow, this is, this is a thing. This is like really kind of anybody can do this. We really, so then I joined, um, her community, be open community. And that is all a community on Facebook that is all intuitive people. So animal communication, psychics, mediums, astrologists, tarot card readers, everybody comes together in this wonderful community and we learn to play. We have fun with our intuition. And that's where I first learned how to trust this intuition. And then it kind of rolled into animal communication where she offered classes and I'm like, I'm in hundred yeah. percent. And I probably within a year and a half, um, I became a certified soul level animal communicator. I became one of her certified practitioners and, and it has been an amazing, amazing journey ever since the animals that I've communicated with everything from my snake. I do have a corn snake and he's fabulous. I love him. I've spoken to your corn snake. He's, he's very articulate. If that pun is it just too awful for <laughs> yeah, is. It's very true. Um, all the way up to horses, ducks, um, bears in my backyard, squirrels, um, stink bugs. Yeah. Fantastic. We, we all have this connection with animals that brings out emotion that brings out these feelings of um things that we don't really know are there or sometimes we choose to dismiss that are there and the animals reminders that they're teaching us they're teaching us more about this world than we could ever ever possibly imagine so that's kind of where i first learned it was um yeah and then kind of embraced it and then i'll say yeah it's we all have it i mean yeah. and that's the whole part of it yeah well you've become one of my mentors one of my oh, go-to yeah speaking of speaking of animals so here's one animal right here that we can communicate with right mm -hmm. you've communicated with several of the talented intuitives and psychics in our community haven't you yeah and you have a, you always have a lot to say so but that's the coolest part and you know i i i before i started actually communicating with animals I, I had I will admit now some pretty weird ideas about what it would be like I was really kind of scared of it I was sure I you know I wasn't sure I would know when I was doing it I was pretty sure that I was going to be the only one that couldn't do it you know we all have we all right. tend to have those fears I've discovered that we're going to be the only person on the planet that is literally unable to speak this universal language so I'd love it if you would share if you can you know remember some aha moments from your very first time talking to an animal and kind of what that felt like and um so when I was taking I believe it was Danielle's like intro to animal communication mm -hmm. um and we it, it, the way that I approached it was very silly because like you Shannon I was like there's no way there's no yeah. way in the world that I can do this and one of the aha moments I had was, I believe it was a practice to where um, we were connecting in with an animal and I was getting random things. None of it made sense to me. Like the dog came in dressed as like a clown or there was a cat that came dressed up in a tutu. And I'm like, 
I totally dismiss yeah. every piece of that information, every piece of that connection, because in my analytical brain, it didn't make sense. Why would a cat show me this? Or why would a cat? As I developed and practiced more, all of these symbols became relevant to their personality. So this dog that came and dressed as a clown was very much a clown and a fun-loving, energetic, spiritual soul. And this is how he presented to me. He's like, I'm going to come dressed as a clown because I'm very silly. And this cat that came in dressed in like the pink tutu was all about precision and balance and all of these things. And so there was a lot of symbolism that I didn't understand that the animals we're kind of going through my Jody filter, as I call it. And Shannon, mm -hmm. you have a filter, so you have a filter. So whether you have multiple animal communicators, you know, connecting in with one animal, we are all going to receive different information. So whether we see an image, we hear a song lyric, or we just know in our mind, we have that feeling, um, or it, it could be something that we just, we feel in our bodies. Um, it goes through this filter and we all have it. But now Shannon might have gotten, you know, a, a circus tent that goes along with my clown that's in this. Again, our analytical brain would have been like, no, I'm all I'm getting is a circus tent. So it's it going through our filters of how it's going to be the greatest and highest good for us to relay that information and how that animal is presenting to us. So when I think of a lion, it might be different than what Shannon thinks of as a lion. And it's really how the animals are connected to each one of us is how we receive that information, which is really kind of cool. Um, so yeah, that was one. Another one was when um, I was actually completely, I feel like, I feel like, I felt like I pulled information out of my butt because I was like, mm -mm, nope, none of this makes sense. But the person listening, it made 100% sense. Yes. And then I said, are you sure? I kept saying, are you sure? And it was all learning and developing and trusting that what I was receiving was true and most beneficial for that person to hear. And I think that's where a lot of us think that we can't do it because it's trusting ourselves and allowing that trust to kind of come up to the surface. Um, so yeah, there's been multi, I, this was during my certification as an animal technician or an mm -hmm. animal communicator to where I connected in with my friend's dog and the friend started swearing at me, you know, using- Wow. And so I'm trying to relay this information because I'm a conduit, I'm, I'm not gonna remember, I'm just kind of relaying the information, but I had to keep kind of going back to the, the dog to say, are you sure you want me to say it like this? Because it sounds kind of rude to me, but the answer I got when I asked that question was, you need to say it like this because she's going to understand it. I didn't listen. I was trying to sugarcoat it. I was trying to be very polite. And of course, now my person, the reedy, was like, "No, no, I don't see where that I don't see where that can make sense." And so here's that disconnect because I'm letting my personality and my analytical brain kind of like fix it and sugarcoat it so it would be presentable and like pretty yeah. for this person. 
and she wasn't understanding it. So then I would, I went back to the dog and I'm like, can you show me a way that I can share this with your person? And sure enough, she said it again with the swear words. And this time it was a little bit louder. So then I'm like, okay. And I had to be completely transparent and say, just so you know, this is how she's saying it to me. This is how she's presenting it to me. So then that way I was hoping that it would release a little bit of the pressure off of me that, mm-hmm. hey, animal turn. And as soon as I relayed that information in the way that the animal was presenting it, not the Jody filter kind of way, she started to cry and she understood the message and the connection that she was sharing with her dog. That was another moment in time to where I was like, oh my goodness, they swear. But again, it's how it's going to benefit that person. If that person wasn't going to listen to my gentle way and by the animal swearing and, you know, Mm -hmm. ate them, then that's what's important is allowing that person to understand that it's all for the greatest and highest good, that this animal loves them unconditionally. And this is what they're willing to do to talk in this way to get you to understand. And that's the biggest picture that I really had to learn um, and trust was that piece. So yeah. Oh, and there's multiple different stories of, yeah, animals watching people be intimate and like, oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Lots and lots and lots of, well, and you know, so anyone who is listening to either the podcast or our YouTube series, if you have ever felt like your animal is watching you and your animal knows you better than you know yourself and knows all the little things that you think you're doing such a good job of hiding, uh, spoiler alert, they do. (laughs) They do. They do. It's, you know, I think probably one of the biggest aha moments and the biggest coolest experiences for me was just really realizing that I've always looked at my, my animals. Um, I have four right now. I have Pearl and my tortoise Malty and my box turtle Bruce. And I share um, Flash Gordon, our dachshund with my folks. And, you know, I've always looked at them as just little people with feathers or fur or shells. And the communication piece, once I woke up and realized that this was a language that we also actually shared, I didn't have to master some language of theirs, um, like a combination of chirps that I didn't know how to do, or and they, they didn't have to come into my world and master my language. We actually have a shared language. They're just as rich and colorful and um, much wiser, I would say, and, and um, aware and articulate in their own way. It's just that this universal language of all species, it's much more of a sensory language. It's almost like, you know, people are from Mars and pets are from Venus. That's how I like to describe it. You know, it's like, I love that. you know, people, we are, we are, you know, mental creatures. We have this enormous kind of pesky pre, pre prefrontal cortex that kind of gets in the way, like our filter, like your Jody filter and my Shannon filter, it kind of gets in the way and likes to, you know, interfere with all of the sensory data, the seeing, what you were talking about, the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, smelling, touching, the gut intuition and the knowing. And animals, they come at the exact opposite extreme. So while we're trying to communicate with words, um, verbally, with thoughts, they're trying to communicate through the senses. And so we, and we tend to just kind of miss each other. 
And that's also why, as you're listening to us, you may start to pick up that, you know, neither myself nor Jody, it's not like we've, we're, we're like Danielle McKinnon, who's been doing this for what, 20 years. I mean, we're both quite, quite a bit newer because these, these gifts are inside of each person already. It's just, so it's like, if, if any of you are listening to this or watching us and thinking, oh my God, you know, like, yeah, I want to go back to school. Like I want to go back to the dentist for another root canal. It's not like that. You know, it's, it, it, you're already using this language, but you just don't know it. You're already receiving messages. You're just not quite clear maybe on how to, how to send them accurately. A lot of times when an animal starts to present a, a problem behavior, or they just do something we don't understand that's consistent enough or bothers us enough, or just catches our attention. This is kind of a cue to say, you know, you're missing out on a part of this connection that we could be having. It could deepen our connection. It could help. It could help you learn and grow. It could help, help me be the best me. You know, I mean, with Pearl, it's like, he, he can't, he can't fully share himself with me until I learn how to speak this universal language. And it, it's not, it's not difficult. It's just kind of, I think Danielle is the one that uses this analogy. I, my teacher, Sonia Shaquette, also likes to use it. We're just, we're tuning the radio dial. We're just tuning it away from the, you know, so much of a verbal and a mentalization and an intellectual channel. We're tuning it back to our senses. I, I truly believe that the, the universal language of all species is, is intricately connected into our ancient limbic shared limbic system our survival instinct our fight or flight system you know because if you tune out for a moment in the forest you're going to end up plated and served so it's just you really can't be in your future or in your past too successfully if you're thinking about breakfast tomorrow and it's only lunchtime chances are really good that you're going to be dinner you know so and so a lot of a lot a, a big a big uh it's insider tip, if you will, from those of us who who are who are already walking this journey, is just the more you tune in those sensory signals. That is the language. That it, those are the, the 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 nouns, the verbs, the adverbs, all those different things that we'll be using to connect with our animals. Um, and so I think you kind of already got a sneak peek into this, but um, you know how, uh, as far as those of you who are listening or, or watching, but Jody, um, how has talking to animals changed your life? That's that's a big one, right? Because that's the carrot at the end of the, the stick of having to do a little studying and maybe a little retuning of the radio dial. Um, I would say Shannon, 180 degrees, 180 Fantastic. degrees. Um, evolvement. Um, I'm still continuing to evolve, um, yeah. but I am more confident. I'm going to say mm -hmm. that even though I'm not really. Um, I definitely feel more confident in who I am as a person. And I feel through animal communication and through the teachings that the animals have taught me about myself that I have a better understanding of why I'm here. Like, okay, why am I here? Why is my soul here? And what can I do to learn so my soul can evolve? Um, and it literally, I, I can't even put it into words, Shannon, the changes and the transformations that I have gone through. Now, yes, there have been moments of ugly crying. I'm not going to lie. Self-doubt all of the time, frustration, anger. But knowing that I have animals 
even my animals that I had when I was a kid are still here with me. We are still connected. You know, they're supporting me. They're teaching me lessons, even from the other side, even the wild animals, the squirrels that are outside who invoke this, oh my gosh, you're eating all of my bird seed. I'm getting so Again, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so again, these wild animals are, are teaching us lessons. And I usually say, you know, it's almost like if you were to go to a foreign country and you don't speak the language and you go to a cafe and you sit down and you just wanna order a simple cup of coffee or tea or water, or we're just gonna go coffee and tea. And the waiter or waitress comes over. Now they don't speak any English, nor do you speak the language. They present the menu to you you can't read the menu because you don't know what's on it. So how do you think you would convey that you want just a simple cup of coffee or do you want, so you then have to rely on your other senses other than verbal. Um, you know, you could do like in the game of charades where you have a right. finder and you're making noises. Yes, he may look at you funny, but it's that communication that we have to kind of understand that it's a lot bigger than just verbal. And so understanding that and trusting in those feelings that I get, it all boils down to your intuition. We are all born with this innate ability um, and it just presents in a different way. And as we grow older, we tend to lose sight of that. We, we dismiss a lot of it. We look it up on Google, you know, because <laughs> If right. it's on Google, Shannon, you know it's got to be true, right? Right, <laughs> exactly. And then it goes into our minds and stays there, yeah. right? And doesn't filter down. So, exactly. Yeah. We yeah. lose sight of what our heart really wants us to know. And in all of my lifetime, I can actually say my intuition never steered me wrong whether it be a decision, a choice, anything, it never steered me wrong. So if I had made a choice to do something and it turned out badly, okay, now I know I'm not to do that again. So it changed my whole perspective of how I view my life. What do I want to do here on this earth? And animal communication and being able to bridge that gap and help people understand that you can do this too. If you have crazy squirrels that are driving you bonkers, you can talk to them too. You yeah. might look a little bit crazy and that squirrel might not know what you're saying, but it's that communication. It's that energy. Energy never goes away. It's never destroyed. It just changes form a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, my life has changed 180 degrees. Um, and I love and excited to think that. I love how you talk about how it's deepened your intuition and, and kind of woken you up to other, other communication methods, other ways of receiving message, other, other ways of sending message messages, strengthening your trust in yourself and helping you, you know, a big, a big piece of this journey for me has been realizing that being me is, is, there, are, there is a community of people in this world where being me is pretty normal, you know, because I, I definitely didn't grow up feeling 
like I fit in anywhere and kind of I, I used to have this kind of speaking of the menu you're talking about I would kind of pull out the menu and of me the different pieces of me based on who I was with and what I thought they would find acceptable or at least tolerable and only show or share those pieces of me and to now have a community of people all around the world where I can I can say the thing whatever it may be we can talk about these things and it's not only accepted, but it's understood, it's welcome. There's a vibrant conversation going on all the time. A feeling like I really, I really do fit in, um, finding my people, finding my tribe. And, you know, a lot of us come into this, this community, wherever we, wherever we enter, whether it's through Danielle's Be Open or any other, there's so many wonderful teachers and communicators in the world today doing this work. And we come in and we, we, you know, we're kind of hesitant at first. And many of us have felt like we're still searching for our, our place and our people, exactly what you just talked about. And it's not like it's going to necessarily, you know, cause us to make a sharp U-turn or a, a left turn or a right turn and, and diverge completely from the path we've been on. It's more like it's going to be a coming together and kind of a, a synthesizing of all the different experiences we've had to the point where at least in my own life, I'm like, okay, well, now I understood what stand why I worked that shit job for five years and waited tables and all the things that I've learned. It's like all of those skills are now adding up to something when you add this extra piece in that kind of activate certain gifts and abilities, a natural empathy, a natural um, giving nature, a natural um, kind of super sensory awareness of the world that I've never, it's like I described it to Danielle this morning um, in one of our, our training calls that I felt like I was driving a Yugo, like, which is going to date me. I realized that it's like a really old car, like a kind of, it was always a symbol for like a really crappy car model. It was like held together with band-aids and duct tape, but I was really driving a Yugo, but it had a Corvette engine. And so I never understood why the car did the things that it did. It was like, it didn't behave in, in, and now I'm kind of understanding how to drive this Yugo with the Corvette engine, because I'm realizing that if, if, if the Corvette is the engine is on the inside, then I'm, I'm a, I'm a Corvette. I just didn't really understand. I just kind of look like a Yugo, you know, based on, that was a, that was a super bad analogy. Oh my no, God. I loved it. I Please forgive it. me. That's because you're one of my people. So, and hopefully those of you who are listening or watching you, you also, you, you're going to give me a pass on that one. Um, so I guess that kind of brings us to, you know, for those, for those of you who are listening or watching, and you might be thinking, gosh, I kind of like, I kind of like to try this out. Um, what advice, Jody, would you have for somebody who wants to give it a shot? Just give it a try. Awesome. You know? Where awesome. do you start? What do you do? You know, you where do you do, go? You follow your intuition. If you think it's crazy and you have to really follow your intuition, it's never going to steer you wrong. And, and think of it as, you know, a teacher and a student. So you're, you're the student. You're going to learn. And it's okay to get things wrong. Don't be so hard on yourself. If you choose that waitressing job, yeah, it probably sucked and the pay wasn't that great. But look, That's an awesome. <laughs> look at the connections that you made with the people. I bet you, you had customers that kind of came back and were like, Hey, we really like that girl. She was super nice. So looking at it from both sides, what did I learn? What, what can I take away from it? So moving forward, I would just say, allow yourself 
to just be who you are. I know that sounds really elementary and kind of basic and dumb, but just be who you are. If you're an obnoxious, goofy, kind of like really out there kind of person, that's okay. As long as it makes you happy. If it sparks joy, if you get excited, you know that you're on the right path of whatever you need to do. And those are the things that we tend to forget because we get so dismissive. Or, you know, you meet a guy in a bar and he gives you kind of weird vibes, then don't go over there. You don't feel good about it. It's not sparking joy. But then if you go to the bar, the same bar, and there's this hot guy, you're like, wow, he's kind of really intelligent. I want to go talk to him. And there's that bit of excitement or curiosity. Curiosity is another big one too. If it invokes curiosity in you, like you want to learn more about it. Okay, well, do I really have it? And you start questioning, that is something that you should follow up on. So the following up on joy, excitement, curiosity, allow those things to come, come out of you and, and don't dismiss them so quickly. Um, like I said, the guy in the bar, if he's giving you weird vibes, okay, that's cool. Be polite. Be like, all right, I'm going to go over here. It just might not be your thing. And usually that is your innerness, your intuition coming through to say, all right, this, this is not happening. Um, embrace it. Embrace it. Allow whatever makes you happy to come through. I say that, and it's funny because I'm guilty of this. I'm totally, totally guilty of not following things that make me happy. Because again, well, we all are to some yeah, extent, we all are. you know. Yeah. And that's what it yeah. is about. But I think yeah. moving forward, if you can find something that sparks that curiosity, sparks that joy, that excitement, that kind of gets y'all hot and bothered a little bit in a good way, um, right. go for it. That's where you start. And allow yourself to say, okay, whatever comes on this journey, whatever comes on this path, I'm going to embrace it because I know I'm learning something. I'm lo learning more about me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love what you shared right in the beginning, you know, about you, you, you heard the, the, the term, you know, animal communication, and you said, I don't know what that means. And so you headed over to Google and boom, you know, and so that would be another suggestion. That's, ex that's exactly how I found Danielle. You know, I have always been somebody who hires animal communicators and not somebody who ever thought she was, because I thought that I, you know, I honestly, I'll confess this. I thought that an animal communicator was somebody special, i.e. someone who wasn't me, somebody who was born with an extra ability. Like some people are good at math, which I wasn't, you know, some people are good at science, which I wasn't. Some people are, I was, you know, I, I was, I happened to be good at music, but I, you know, it, it, it's not like that. It's a, it's a birthright. It's a universal language. It's a language we can all tune into. Not all of us are going to be, are going to feel led or called or prodded or prompted to create, um, you know, enough structure to pursue it as a career path um, or a service path. I've, I've met communicators who have learned how to use this language because they're passionate about working with a certain animal rescue or charity. I have met people who, a lot of people come into our community because they've lost uh, a soul animal and they're grieving and they wanna reach out and just find out if that's even possible 
can I still, can I still be connected? Because I just don't think I can live without this beautiful beloved spirit who's passed out of my life in the physical form. There are so many reasons to learn a new language. And there are so many vehicles for that. I know Danielle McKinnon has lots and lots of videos. We're doing this series. I'm featuring lots of different animal communicators from all walks of life who have very different paths and, and methods. And so maybe something that you hear, maybe listening to Jody today will spark you to head over to her website and learn more. Um, it's just it, it, trusting your gut. I, I will admit, when I first started searching for a teacher, my mentor, Sonia Choquette, she said, you know, it, it really doesn't matter as much as you think it does, which teacher you choose, because your soul will teach you. You will actually awaken you to what you already know inside. And she was right. Now, I completely resonate with Danielle and with the Be Open community. It's how Jody and I met. And it's a, it's a, it's, it's a beautiful, vibrant community. But there are lots of communities out there. And so this is really your first experience of this universal language, which is so intuitively based, is to notice, start to notice, who do I resonate with? Who do I want to learn more about? Who makes me a little jealous? You know, who's doing work that I'd really like to do? Um, who has a philosophy in life or a background that matches mine? And these are the ways that we start to kind of narrow down our search field and tune into um, a mentor or a guide or a teacher who really resonates for us personally, because I promise you there are enough animal communicators out there that you will be able to find your mentor, your teacher. And, and one of the things that has been so valuable, Jody, you awakened me to how my information was coming in in a way that I, I didn't even get you know, studying with Danielle. It was like she, I, how quickly and how clearly, and I just and so there are lots and lots of mentors, lots of teachers, lots of inspiring fellow communicators you'll meet. And it's also a really great resource to have because sometimes when we're speaking with our own animals, speaking of which, it's really nice to, you know, bring in an, another communicator and be able to connect because sometimes we just get really close to a situation and, and we don't always you know, we can't always hear as clearly as we can when we're speaking with someone else's animal. And that may be a little departure from the topic of this blog post, but just a couple of little tidbits, little tiny bits of appetizers for thought, so to speak, as you're as you're considering, you know, who to study with, whether you want to learn from a book or take a class or join a community or, you know, study on online with YouTube or another another online teaching course. Um, you know, really looking for a community to help help you build your skills and help you kind of learn the things that maybe you don't know are either standing in your way or are missing or just simply aren't clear to you. Um, so Jody, I'd like to end today with, uh, if you could tell us a little bit more about what you do, how to reach you, your, uh, your different programs and services. And I, um, I think you have a I'm not sure about that. Maybe that is yet to be revealed, but if you would just let let our listeners and our viewers know how to reach out to you, that would be awesome. Sure. Um, so my website is my name. So you can go to www. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just Jody Crotty, J-O-D-Y-C-R-O-T-T-Y. 
jodycrottyintuitive.com. That's my website. You can follow me on Instagram, which is Jody Crotty Intuitive, or you can find me on Facebook, which is Jody Crot. Again, it's my name. You can Google my name and we got it. Yeah. Find me anyway there. Um, so yes, I do um, have a children's book actually oh, coming so out. So exciting! This coming fall called Oh my goodness! You talk with animals, um, and so this book is really, really um, the first book in a series teaching children to embrace their intuition and Incredible. allowing themselves to see, hear, feel, know all of these things that are kind of going around. And I mean, in nature, not just going around. <laughs> no, right. not. Um, not that kind of going around. Not that kind of going around. <laughs> in nature. Um, and so this book um, is all about animals, communication and intuition and teaching children that it's okay. If they wanna go out and have a pet rock, what do you think that pet rock would say to you? Or the stink bug. So all of the characters in the book are animals that I've actually communicated with. Um, And so it's the first in the series um, that's gonna be allowing children to really embrace their intuition. Um, I just wish that I had a book like this. And Shane, you can probably say the same thing too, now that we're Absolutely. adults, I really want some type of book that would allow me to feel comfortable with, you know, going out and talking to fairies or going out and talking, you know, to the woodland creatures, saying that that's okay. And that is actually true to who you are. So that's what I'm hoping that this series of books will bring to children. Um, I'm also part of a wonderful organization. So those people who are listening, um, a few animal communication, animal uh-huh. communication colleagues and I have created um, the Animal Communication Collective. I and love this website group. website just went live. Um, I love this group. I, lo- I have witnessed you live and you are just, the, the, it's, it's still the three of you? Is it the three of you? Oh, actually, we've, bro- we've broadened it a little bit. It's broadened you more. You're just phenomenal. Well, the three of you, the three founding members, you're just phenomenal live. Wow, um, thank you. Yeah, so tell us more about this. Tell us about so, your new website. Oh, yeah. So the Animal Communication Collective um, is a group of animal communicators that come together to help nonprofit animal rescues raise funds virtually. So we offer um, a 90-minute event. and it's open to really anybody who wants to get involved with animal communication. Um, so all of the proceeds from this event stays within the um, organization that we work with. Um, I just actually hosted the New Hampshire SPCA had a Do You Talk With Animals event that was raised over, I believe it was $2,500 for the New Hampshire SPCA. So we're giving back our animal communication collective is giving back to these organizations who especially during covid weren't able to do any type of fundraising to raise funds for these animals so we're a global organization we've done um so far i think maybe five different types of events all over the world so definitely check us out it's the animal communication collective um, and you can find us, you know, again, Google 
Right, Google. It's just so wonderful. So if you're Google. listening or you're you're watching and you have um, an animal-based charity or a nonprofit organization and you need a little extra oomph for your fundraising efforts in the in the coming year or two, this is a great organization. Like I said, I've witnessed you guys live. It's very engaging. It's very empowering. It's um, it's really it's a it's a it's a good time. How about that? It's a good time, and um, your donor base and your supporters and your staff and your volunteers and the recipients of your services um, it, it really can draw your whole community together. So I I give it we give it five feathers, right, Pearl? We give it five feathers, our highest rating. Five or 50 feathers, our highest rating. Yeah, we sure do. Jody, thank you so much for being here with us today. You're a, a wonderful mentor and friend of mine. I was so excited when you said yes, then you agreed to be uh, to be a part of a part of this series. You can find me and uh, that should be, that's that's awful grammar, but you can find Pearl and myself and Malti and Bruce and Flash Gordon at animallovelanguages.com. We'd love to hear feedback or you can post it below in the show notes. Um, let us know who you'd like us to interview next, who you'd like to hear about or from, how you like the series, questions that you have. We're always adding and expanding and how we can best serve you. <laughs> oh my God. Did oh my, that I believe was a blown transformer. And I believe that was probably, it happened, it usually happens once a year. And I think a squirrel just bit our transformer and killed it. I know I'm so, I, it's an awful thing to say, but that kind of an epic pop like that is usually, um, I don't know what it is about that transformer. They just I think they're trying to nest in it this or something. So what are we going to say? What can we learn? From what can we learn from this? Don't bite the transformer <laughs> wires. Oh my goodness. Okay. We're, we need to. So oh, that's. Girl. Oh, well, it's okay. You'll recover. So thank you for watching today. Thank you for listening. Uh, we look forward to being with you next time. And um don't wait. You can start talking with your animals today just by noticing, just by tuning in. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What do you smell? What do you taste? What do you know? And what is your gut telling you? JodyKrati.com and AnimalLoveLanguages.com. We will see you next time. Bye for now. Bye.